Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. It's not hard to find something to disagree with when it comes to those in authority. I mean, if you've ever been a parent, your child probably learned the word no pretty quick. You ask them to do something, no. They disagreed with your authority. It's funny because authority in the first century and authority in the 21st century are much the same. Caesar Augustus issued a decree that everyone must register in their own town. That's pretty inconvenient for Joseph and Mary. They couldn't take the Amtrak from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Or hop in their electric vehicle. They had to go on foot. By donkey. I have the feeling they weren't happy about that edict. <laughs> king Herod the Great. The King Herod who was around when baby Jesus was born. He was upset that he was outfoxed by the three wise men. So he ordered that every baby boy under the child of two in the vicinity of Bethlehem be murdered. That's sick. Herod Antipas. Well, he liked how his daughter-in-law was dancing. He would give her anything she asked for. Her mom said, tell him to bring John the Baptist's head on a platter. James, the brother of John, disciple of Jesus, one of the sons of thunder. The first of the eleven martyred, beheaded by King Herod Agrippa. We're going to read from 1 Timothy. And at the time that Paul wrote that letter to Timothy, Nero was the emperor of the Roman Empire. Vast empire. He was known for murdering his own mom and his own brother and his first wife. And he killed his second wife himself, kicked her to death, so he could marry a man that looked like her. 
he would burn Christians, hang them on a post and burn them at night to light his garden. I got your attention, don't I? There's always been reasons to disagree with authority. Because <laughs> what all those kings and, and emperors did was not right. But the Bible's consistent. Old and New Testament tell us to pray for those in authority. In his first letter to Timothy, Paul gives instructions for worship. And right off the bat, Paul says, Timothy and the church should pray for kings and all those in authority. The ones we agree with and the ones we disagree with. We pray for all in authority. Let's read it specifically. The first eight verses of 1 Timothy chapter 2. And if you're able, would you please stand in reverence as we read God's word together. You know, it was under the emperor Nero's rule that Paul himself was martyred, beheaded. Keep that in mind as we read verses 1 and 2. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all men, the testimony given at its proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. And a teacher of the true faith to the Gentiles. I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And sometimes your word's not easy to practice. But you know that. And you know what's best for us. And you know how practicing your word changes us. So help us, Lord, as we live by your word. Live to please you in all godliness and holiness. Forgive us of those times when we mess up. Most most of us have daily reminders we're not perfect, God. And we need you. That's why we're here this morning. But we want to please you. 
We want you to have the glory. So help us as we spend a few more minutes in your word and help us as we leave to apply your word. Because when we do, we're more like you, Jesus. And I praise you for that. And I pray these things in your name. Amen. You may be seated. What if the Lord would use my petitions, your petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving for those in authority to soften the hearts of those in authority so they would turn to Him? What if Your petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving is what the Lord uses to change the hearts of those in authority that you do not like. What if as we pray, petition, intercede, and give thanks for those in authority, it changes us? Because that's what prayer won't do. When we enter into the presence of God, it'll change us. We like to complain. I confess, with the pistol permit laws, I complain. We see the flags flying, the bash, the people in authority that we agree or disagree with. And we observe how others, even Christians, poke fun at people in authority they disagree with. But God's word is pretty clear here. Let's read it again to emphasize it. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. For kings and all those in authority. That we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Did you hear that? All people. All authority. And don't get me wrong. There are times... We have to be true to our faith. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They were told to bow down to the 90-foot gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar bit. They didn't bow. But I have a feeling they were praying for King Nebuchadnezzar. Who is our supreme authority? Our ultimate leader. Who's our king? Jesus. And what does Paul say Jesus did? Gave himself. Sacrificed himself. Does that mean I might have to sacrifice myself? If I want to be like Jesus? Jesus. 
Jesus gave himself as a ransom for all people. God's offer of mercy in Christ is extended to all alike. Red Sox fans and Yankees fans. (laughs) Democrats and Republicans and Independents. There are no favored few alone who belong to God. You know, I was getting ready for this morning. This really bothered me. In the United States, there are over 2,000 denominations. Around the world, there's over 40,000 Christian denominations. Uh, That's not good. That doesn't sound like unity in Christ. It sounds like Jesus' prayer in John 17 still has not been answered. 40,000 different denominations? And I know we're a denomination. I'm not bashing denominations. The point is, nobody has the corner market on salvation. Jesus came so that whosoever would believe in him would find eternal life. There's no favored few. On the other hand, We know that not everyone will choose to come to faith in Christ. God's not the puppet master. (laughs) He gives people free will and people choose not to receive him. Paul talks about that in Romans chapter 1. Not all people respond positively to the opportunity for salvation, even though Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection has provided the possibility of salvation for all humankind. Even though the choice is theirs, even though the choice is theirs, the responsibility the privilege to pray for all people to come to faith is that of those who have come to faith in Christ. I don't want you to feel like I'm picking on you or beating you up. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, two weeks ago I said, Pastor, don't beat the sheep. But a pastor's got to preach what the word says. And we can disagree and we can stand up, but we still have got to pray. Pray for all those in authority. Even the boss that's really mean to you doesn't treat you fairly. You name the authority, we're commanded to pray for. That's the church. Be in the church. I don't have to to preach to this church about the power of prayer and how it changes things. I think the Holy Spirit just lined it up for a 1 Timothy 2 message about praying for all 
and authority. And Lord, we thank you for this life. I thank you for Springwater, New York, and Dansville, and Wayland, and Perkinsville, and Hemlock, and Honeyoy, and Avon, and Canisius, and New York State, and West Virginia, and Canada, and the United States of America, and this world. Thank you for the freedoms we have. We pray for our local leaders. We pray for our supervisors and our bosses. We pray for those in authority on a state level, on a national level, on on all levels in our lives. Lord, may those in authority know we know you by our love. And may you find us being faithful to your word as we petition, pray, intercede, and give thanks. Even when we may not feel like giving thanks or understand why your word says to, for all in authority. Lord, I thank you for the reality of spiritual life. And that's what your word teaches us. That's what many in this world don't know. May they learn about it through us. Your people, your church, be in the church. I love you, Lord, and thank you for this time together. And I pray all these things in your name, Jesus. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.